Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt, and social distancing, as always, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our <laughs> lovely co-host, Bobby Bell. Good morning. <laughs> well, howdy there, <laughs> Gary. Yes, but I have to remember to not be six feet from the microphone. That's the thing. Right? I got to. <laughs> Don't okay stay to close, close to that. To <laughs> yeah, stay close to that. So, happy anniversary to you and Jim. 39 oh, years. Oh, thank you. Well, it's 30, it's really 38, but I said today marks the beginning of, of 39. And then I was like counting back on my fingers and toes, trying to, because you know. <laughs> actually it is 38, but today begins, you know, 39 years. I guess tomorrow begins 39 years. So. <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, 
anniversary to both of you anyway. So that's great. Yeah, thank you so much. So with all of this COVID-19 thing going on, what are you going to do to celebrate your anniversary? Um, well, we're going to do um, a two radio shows this morning. Um, <laughs> we are going to, we're, going to, we're going to actually uh, take some shipping to the post office, and then we're going to do a radio show tonight and, um, and have some champagne. <laughs> That's the only difference between today and all the other Thursdays in my the life. Champagne. Have champagne. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's great. Well, happy happy anniversary to you guys uh, again. That's just so fantastic. Happy. We've got a fun show today. We have a good friend that's going to be joining us for the first hour of the show. Let everybody know who that is. Yay! We have Terry Brown. Yay! Back with us today. All right. We're looking forward to talking with Terry and sharing some of his great music from a CD, Teardrop Texas. And then in the second hour of the show, Bobby, your good friend, Robert the Trailmeister Eversole, is going to be with us. And um, and I think we're probably going to talk a little bit about uh, camping in a COVID-19 environment today. Well, yes, so and, it's, and, also, uh, and also his hot chocolate recipe. He's got some pretty good recipes he's been posting, he so we may have to talk about really some of his cooking. So yeah. stay tuned for Rich for uh, Robert's hot chocolate recipe. Yeah. All yeah. right. So we you're in <laughs> in for a treat for the next two hours. We'll be talking with Terry Brown for the first hour on the Campfire Cafe, and then Robert Eversole on Saddle Up America. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song that Terry did. It's one called Texas When It Swings. And when we come back, we'll be talking with our very special guest today. On the Campfire Cafe, Mr. Terry Brown. That dealt the dirt around Memphis, gave birth to the blues. And that boy from Mississippi rocked the world with blue suede shoes. There's big bands up on Broadway, all that jazz in New Orleans. But there's nothing quite like Texas when it swings There's nothing quite like Texas when it swings No matter where you go, no matter what you sing Twin fiddles must be what the angels sound like when they sing But there's nothing quite like Texas when it swings Must be 
kind of not fall into a, you know, um, this one is a, a combination of uh, new material that I've written over the, the last couple of years before we did the project and, uh, and stuff that I had had in my catalog of uh, some of it, you know, 25 years. Uh, Texas When It Swings is probably 20 years old. I wrote that with my good friend Connors, who, who's an old Texas boy and in uh, uh, the Songwriters Hall of Fame, I think now, you know, he's an amazing talent. And uh, that was singing on the second verse. And, um, you know, we've written uh, 100 songs over the years. And uh, wow, uh, there's just so many things that didn't fit up projects that uh, that seemed to fit this one. So, um, it, you know, we just went back with the time putting it together. Uh, there's a song that Hilda and I wrote on the album. Uh, called the truest love on earth that that we wrote in 1901. So wow. it was it was one of the, one of those songs that I wanted to do, and uh, I promised my brother, my oldest brother Gene, that I would do it for these days on the record. And who knows if I'm going to get any other opportunities? So I thought I'd do it this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we hope you do. We hope you do. So uh, I want to get I to another song. It. Thank you. Yeah, I want to get to another song from the CD. This is a lot of fun, too. It's called Country to the Bone. How did this one come about? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really it, – there was a, a young man in Nashville when I was living there named Jeff Warden, and this is the only song we ever wrote. I lost track of Jeff. Uh, I can't find where he is. He, he had moved in from Poe, and, and I don't think he stayed real, real long. But he brought this up when he when we – uh, came uh, to the to the writing and session, uh, and I loved it. We wrote the song, and uh, and uh, I never heard him again. So uh, I've I've tried looking for him on Facebook and different places. So Jeff, if you're out, uh, uh, call the radio show. Call uh, go to my Facebook page. Let me know where you are, and uh, I'd love to love to catch up with you. Great song. Well, I, I loved it, and it just really fit this album. So. It's a great song. So let's listen to Country to the Bone. We're going to come back and talk more with Terry Brown and Bobby Bell in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. I work hard for my dollar, live way back in the holly. I don't drive a Mercedes Benz. I can't stand caviar, drink my tea from a jar, and I don't have any high-class friends.
Of course, so yeah. many of our guests refer to Marty. 
but like to see Boston yeah. there. And I have the picture yeah. of the album that you showed along with the Peter Frampton. I mean, some of the album covers that you showed are the ones that I do have in my collection. And I was listening to Boston yeah. when I was in college, I think, and I only yeah. have one album by them. I, did they do more than one album? <laughs> they they did the yeah the original Boston album, which was uh, the one I showed, and then they did yeah. do um, second one. I think I don't know, it was called Afterburner or something like that. It was it was good oh. too, but it, but the first one was the yeah was the uh, yeah. was the really really good one. I, but yeah, and well, then I, you know, really I had redheaded, redheaded yeah. stranger from you know the yes. redheaded stranger album. Billy Nelson. Nelson. God, I, yes. I, I used to play, I used to play that whole album when I when I was doing uh, a lot of cover tunes uh, acoustically. I would just I, that was one of my sets was the whole uh, redheaded stranger album. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Gordon Lightfoot, Gordon's Gordon. I mean, Gordon Lightfoot, what an unbelievable songwriter, uh, singer-songwriter he, he is. Uh, he's back out on tour. I'd love to see him, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That is great. I think the one that well, stopped everybody, though, Bobby Jean, was uh, the Neil Diamond, Jonathan Livingston Seagull album. If you haven't if you haven't ever listened, pull it up and listen to it. It's an amazing piece of music. Mm-hmm. Such a talented yeah. guy. Such a talented huh? guy. Yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get to Teardrop, Texas. This is the title cut from the CD. And uh, how did this come about? Um, Tommy and I were were uh, Tommy Connors again. We were sitting around one day, uh, and we we kind of uh, been been talking about uh, an imaginary town in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, some place that just uh, was, you know, uh, you just had uh, uh, basically rule-free delivery. You know, there's real address, there's no nothing, and and this is what we came up with, and it was it was much fun, you know, to write and uh, just a great story. So, and a great song. It's the title cut from the CD. This is Teardrop Texas. We are pleased to be talking today with Mr. Terry Brown. We'll be right back.
Mr. Terry Brown today. That is the title cut from the CD Teardrop Texas. And um, I was just kind of thinking a little bit, Terry, how much time did you spend in Nashville? I was there 28 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Miss it, miss and, it every day. I, I still love I still have a lot of great friends there that, that we miss, and, and uh, uh, it's uh, an incredible town. Uh, I, I do. I miss it every day. And uh, do, do I remember that you lived around the Nolansville, Tennessee area? Well, we, we lived, yeah, down on uh, Nolansville Road as you were going south out of Nashville on Nolansville Road there uh, between uh, Annie and Nolansville, yeah. Okay. All right. And now that area has gotten to be such a hot spot. You can't hardly afford property out there anymore. Oh, I'm, yeah, I know. Uh, it, it's uh, unbelievable how much it's grown. We were there in 2018 recording this this project, and we drove out through there. Oh, my God. It's uh, amazing. <laughs> it has changed. Well, you had mentioned Charlie Pride when you were talking about people yeah. that had influenced you, and you've written for Charlie Pride. Tell us the story about Charlie and and uh, uh, and you performing with him on the album. Yeah, it, it was a dream come true. I've been a fan of Charlie since I uh, can remember, and uh, uh, got the opportunity to write with a, a young lady who uh, 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 had an end to his uh, to his uh, management company. She brought me this idea uh, called Amy's Eyes, and. Uh, I loved it was just a story. She basically just told me a story of, of something that and uh and uh so I sat down with her and we wrote uh this song called Amy's Eyes and um so uh it, it, it getting pitched to Charlie, he, he loved it and uh invited us over to the show when he recorded it. And um uh so sitting in the studio and he had the Jordan Airs uh there to do back vocals you know for all this stuff and and charlie records everything live his vocals their vocals the music everything goes down as the as the song's being recorded and so he goes and he he tells the jordan ears to go have a seat <laughs> and he, he tells, tells the producer tells the producer said hey the the young that wrote this song is here said i want him to sing on this record with me and the guy's going Charlie, we we got the best musicians, the best singers in the world here. We don't have time to. And Charlie said, "Nah, this boy, he's going to sing on this record with me." And uh, so I, the the producer, just pulling his hair out, going, "Oh my God, I don't know where this guy's in the studio." And he didn't know. I mean, I I was I did hundreds and hundreds and thousands of uh, demos songs for other people. So anyway. Walked in and one take, we cut the record and uh, uh, you know ended up getting to sing on on this record with Charlie Pride. So it was it was a great experience for me and <laughs> ended up being a top twenty record, a top twenty single for him. So oh wow, yeah, I, I, wow. Uh, I still see Charlie every now and then when he's on tour out here and I always always uh, tell him I said yeah I had your last top twenty single I put you off a of radio goods you know <laughs> we laugh about it. <laughs> Well, such great stories. I know you have more of them from your time in Nashville, and but that's that's a fantastic story. That is a fantastic story, and and such yeah. a legendary singer. 
You know, he just kind of started and a, great, a whole and a great thing. human being and a, a great human being, Gary. He's just, he is a wonderful man and, and just uh, exactly what he portrays himself. To. He's just a great person. Yeah, yeah. And if I recall correctly, uh, Aaron Tippin became a pretty good friend of yours. And uh, uh, he, may, Aaron, he may keep you in wine. He may keep you in wine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I still I, I talk to Aaron several times a year when he's out here on tour. We always get to spend a day with him. And, uh, uh, it, you know, we kind of grew up in the business together. There's some great stories with Aaron. You know, uh, hopefully one of these days we'll we'll have time to share with you. But but uh, you know, he he taught me so much about the music business, and we we learned so much about writing songs together. You know, we wrote a lot of a lot of things together, and uh, we ended up having I think four four cuts on on different album errands over the years. And and um, uh, he again just a guy and. Uh, uh, I, I I don't know where my life would be without him at this point. So. Wow, wow, that is great. That is great. Such great stories and such great times, uh, and some yeah. such such great people that you got to know during yeah. your time back here. Yeah. Was, well, it behooves cool. me it behooves me to get to another song because I've got quite a few songs <laughs> that I want to get to, okay. and this one is called "The Crossing." And uh, is there okay. any kind of story you'd like to share about that? Well, again, you man, you you like me. You're 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 a Tommy Connors fan, obviously. This is another song that he and I wrote, and uh, uh, we have so many over the years that we that we felt I felt were just too good not not to, to put in the record. And and unfortunately, we had you know we had several cuts by other artists, but these weren't these weren't them. So, um, but it me it fit this record i mean a lot of my stuff has um, a little bit a gospel flavor to it and a, and a little bit of that message in it and uh, you know this song definitely uh is is that what you know uh the crossing has always been one of my favorite things so I'm great song great song this is terry brown all right
traditional kind of country music, but you also um, are described as a cowboy country artist. Uh, do you want to just chat for a minute about cowboy country and what what defines it, if there is such a thing? Yeah, um, I, I put you on speakerphone. Hilda's here, so she wanted to say it real quick. Hilda! Hey, Bobby Jean, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Hi, Hilda. Hey, Gary, how you doing? Good. Good to talk to you. Good. You guys sound oh, doing fine. Just having to work with home, trying to help these people with all their unemployment claims. So uh, yeah. we're, we're working hard, but uh, yeah. you guys sound wonderful. You guys keeping safe? Staying safe. Yep. Have okay. plenty of yeah. toilet good, paper. Good, <laughs> good. <laughs> Uh, well i'll let you get back to terry i just wanted to say hello real quick and still trick roping on saturdays and sundays so that makes me a happy camp (laughs) oh that's great well good to talk to you good to talk to you oh guys take care love you bye-bye yeah bye-bye to answer your question bobby um uh, what was the question? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> are you in there? No. That was the question. Are you yeah. in there? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, um, and, I, and seriously, now I did the question. I get my mouth running and nothing works. <laughs> well, the question was just to recap a little bit about cowboy country and um, how oh, how God. would you describe cowboy country versus say traditional well, or tra- just a country? Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think cowboy country. I mean, it's it's different than country because um, uh, of the subject matter. You you try to you try to build a little more of the western flavor into it. Uh, a, a, uh, you know, a lot of good family values and and uh, uh, things that uh, that relate to uh, faith and and those kind of things. Um, it's from from Western music, even in that way. I mean, uh, Western is 
you know, definitely uh, related to the the cowboy genre, uh, but it's uh, it's all about uh, western the western life. So it's kind of a it's kind of a, a thin line to to walk, and, and uh, we you know we try to we try to do. Um, it, it sounds country, but it has a lot more to it than you know, uh, drinking songs and cheating songs and those kinds of. Things. So, um, not that there's anything wrong with those. I've written my share of them, believe me, and I have some some favorites that I love. But uh, but for me, I, I, you know, we call it boy country. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very helpful. Thank you. So, Gary, do you want to play um, old cowboys like me? I think we'll play Old Cowboys Like Me. This is another great song that (laughs) Terry's done. And again, this is all on the CD, Teardrop Texas. We're going to come right back and talk more with Mr. Terry Brown today on the Campfire Cafe. (laughs) If you look around this country, you'll see There's a lot of old cowboys like me You think that we're almost extinct But there's a lot more of us than you think Who believe in and live by a code And ideals that never get old And a good way of life die to defend We don't all wear cowboy hats Jeans and boots and shaps Some wear a suit and a tie But they're just old cowboys inside If you look in our
dying breed If you thought we were almost extinct Well, you ain't as smart as you think So before you cross over that divide Like me, another great song, Mr. Terry Brown from the CD Teardrop, Thanks. Texas. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was so good to have Hilda get on the line and say hi. And for those of us <laughs> that kinda... kind of know the two of you, we all know that you married up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God she's gone back in the house now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never live that down, Jerry. Oh uh, uh, gosh. If I if I remember no, I correctly. Agree. Yeah, if I remember correctly, um and I'm just going on memory now, but isn't didn't you kind of pursue her in a different way? Uh are you saying I stalked her, Gary? Is that I what you're think so. I think you I think you went hunting for her, didn't you? Tell it tell us how you guys got together. Uh, well, yeah, it's funny uh, that you that you say that. It it, it wasn't quite like that, but uh, we told a part of a story a couple of years ago after we had uh, had the the award show in um, uh, Fort Smith where we had uh, won some awards at a little party out here, and uh, Hilda told uh, a story about how in a bad storm in Tulsa when we were dating. Uh, she was in Tulsa. I was in Claremore, and uh, I went out in the middle of a really bad storm, and uh, I had no idea where she where she was staying in Tulsa. I knew she was staying at a house with another lady there because she was going to go to work uh, at an outdoor theater, and uh, uh, it took me about uh, eight hours driving up and down streets in North Tulsa. About 10 o'clock that night, uh, I, my foot went to the brake. Uh, of my car, I looked. I turned my head to the left, and I, I said, "That's the house she's in." There's no car, no nothing sitting there, you know. <laughs> the good Lord, the good Lord led me to her somehow, and she, I went and knocked on the door, and she answered the door, and um, uh, you know that that story. I was contacted a, a week or two later after it ran in the paper out here by a magazine from New York, and it was featured last year in in uh, a magazine out of New York that uh, 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 features uh, those kind of unexplainable things. I, to this right. day, I can't explain how I knew, but I knew. And uh, sure enough, so we kind of got, there was a destiny between us. So. Yeah, well, that's a great story. And uh, and actually, I think God just works in mysterious ways sometimes. So uh, he just, just kind of directed did. you. Yeah, he kind of directed yeah. you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. you guys, uh, do you write very much together? Yeah, uh, not as not as much as we used to. I mean, you know, uh, but 
uh, off of some of the other albums, if you look, uh, there's other songs that Hilda and I have written together. A, a song that's called Ride Cowboy Ride off of the Cowboy Thing album. Great song. Uh, that was featured. Oh, thank you. That was featured in uh, uh, as one of the top 20 songs of the last 20 years in True West magazine uh, back in 2015, you know. She's she's a great talent. I mean, she she is a world class trick roper. Been nominated to be inducted into the Calgary Hall of Fame, and uh, still uh, trick ropes with me out on out on the road at a lot of shows. And and um, she's written screenplays that that are really good and and had uh, had one options. And so I mean, she's just a really talented. I mean, and uh, most days a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't kidding. You married up, my friend. You married up. But but this next song is a song that the two of you wrote. It's called The Truest Love on Earth. We're going to listen to that and come back and talk more with Terry in just a moment. Bye. 
Brown, the truest love on earth, which I think it totally exists between Terry and Hilda <laughs> from his newest <laughs> recording project, Teardrop, Texas. The two of you together are just so fun to watch. You just really are. <laughs> I think whenever we've seen you, we've always seen both of you, you know, um, I don't think I've ever just seen Terry without Hilda or Hilda without Terry. They're always the dynamic duo. Uh, we're, so, um, we're kind of the Sonny and Cher of the, of the cowboy genre. <laughs> you know, we, we give each other such a, we give each other such a hard time on stage. We really do have a lot of fun and, and she's quick, you know, she's one of those that, uh, that, you know, she gives as good as she gets. And, and, uh, so it, we do, we have a lot of fun with it. And, uh, uh, the shows that I do where she's not around, it, it's, uh, it's a, it's different, you know, I have to, I have to find any audience to pick on then. So. Yeah. <laughs> do you, um, I know that we're, we're going to quickly here running out of time, but would you have a, any kind of a, a good tip for a, a budding songwriter that you'd like to share? Yeah. Uh, boy, first of all, write. I mean, there's so many that uh, that want to be a songwriter and they don't they don't devote enough time to it. It's it's you know just write, uh, study study great songs, uh, um, things that have been hits that you know uh, are great stories and that the structure is right. And and then once you learn how to work within that framework, forget it all and just write from your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Good advice. Well, it, and I it, think it, it really, yeah. it really does work that way. You, you learn all these, all these rules, all these things that, that really do help you as a songwriter. I mean, in the trenches there, Nashville, you know, we were, there was a formula that was there and I learned that I learned very well. And then I, once I learned it and started, started knowing how to work around it and put it in there that's when I really started writing better songs. And mm-hmm. so it sounds funny, but it works. Well, you're, you're a great songwriter. You are absolutely a great songwriter well, and I, a great I, singer. I appreciate that. And um, I know that everybody out there listening today is going to want to know how they can purchase your music. And, uh, and when people start touring again, I'm sure they're going to want to follow your tour schedule. So Give us your website and any yeah. social that you'd like to and how they yeah. can get your music. Well, you can go to terrybrownmusic.com, and everything is there. There's a link to my Facebook page, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, and then uh, the schedule is always there. Right now it's black. I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we have <laughs> – we have several things in the works for later in the year if uh, if certain things happen. But, but uh, you know, you can go to terrybrownmusic.com. You, it'll take you to a, a, a link where you can purchase the music, uh, uh, download it. Uh, if you need to uh, order hard, uh, hard packages as far as CDO, uh, there's a contact me on there, and you can get a hold of me, and I'll make sure you get it. All right, that is great. Well, Terry Brown, you have been absolutely too much fun again today. <laughs> and uh, no, it's your fault. Yeah. It's, it's you guys' fault. You you bring that out of me. You're so, you know. 
my gosh. Well, you are a joy to have on the show, and we look forward to having you back. And uh, and maybe we'll even get to see you back here in Nashville after things calm down with this COVID-19. So, anyway, very, there, very there is a There is a trip in the works. Yeah, All right, good deal. So, good deal. Uh, We're going to yeah. close out this segment of the show with a great song that Terry did from the CD, Teardrop, Texas. It's one called Dust on the Flat Top. Terry Brown, thank you so much. Thank both of you, and God bless you. Now there's dust on the flat top, rust on the strings. But if you listen really close, you still can hear it ring. The old man was the finest, the best I'd ever seen. There was magic in his fingers when he laid them on the strings. I used to sit and listen and how the time would fly. I remember when he taught me ghost riders in the sky. Those songs about salvation put a smile upon his face. Join in when he played Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Music made him happy, and I often heard him pray. Let my hand be on the fretboard, Lord, when you call me away. Now there's dust on the flat top, rust on the
time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When we come back, we'll be talking with our good friend, the Trailmeister, Mr. Robert Eversole. You ain't desert dwelling mama with a heart of gold that's living in the city show. Getting old, but the coffee's good. And all the traffic makes me scream. I've got to get back to them, take this place. I go and Tried and true, but in a house church or a man.
Well, that's Desert Dwelling Mama by Adrian. And it's time now for Saddle Up America, and we're going to welcome our good friend, Mr. Robert the Trailmeister Eversoul, who has one of the most complete, or he has the most complete website in the world to give you all of your trail riding destinations and great tips. And uh, we're going to talk more about his website after a while, but welcome to the show, Mr. Robert Eversoul. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. How y'all doing? Good. We're doing good. Good. So Bobby that's about Bell. All we have to say. <laughs> Bob, no, 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 no. Bobby Bell has been exploring your Facebook pages and some different things, and she has been just totally impressed with your cooking skills. So Bobby, I think you had some questions for Robert. <laughs> Robert, it's good to have you with us again this uh, today. And as usual, you know, I go bopping around in on your Facebook page and on your website. And um, the May 2020 newsletter, of course, is up. And I see a, two different things I'd love you to talk about. One is you've been working through the alphabet. Well, I have a hard time remembering all the letters. There's a lot of them, you know, so I need all the repetition that I can get. <laughs> so I happen to notice like D is for duct tape and E is for emergency and F is for food. You want to just talk a little bit about what you're doing with every letter? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've heard or not, but there's this COVID virus thing going around. <laughs> and uh, Wow. You wow. know, i not not sure if everybody's heard about it or not. But uh, yeah. all of my clinics got canceled for this year. <laughs> uh, so rather than not doing anything, I decided to take my most popular clinic, the ABCs of Trail Riding, and uh, and put it online, which was probably a mistake in hindsight, but now I'm stuck with it. It's a lot of work putting three <laughs> to five minutes together. <laughs> uh, and so each letter of the alphabet has a different topic. Uh, so D is for duct tape, being prepared for you know life's little mini adventures on the trail. A lot of things that that we can carry with us to you know make a uh, not an emergency, but what's less than an emergency? You got to help me out here. I haven't had enough coffee today. Um, <laughs> just uh, well, I was you know, thinking uh, that E would be for energy, but no, it was for well, emergency. So that's, that's <laughs> there also you go. good. No, C is for caffeine. Uh, but, uh, but exactly. Yeah, we have a whole series just on C. Uh, but it just each each letter has its own little own little spin. So uh, D is for duct tape. Uh, inconveniences keep an inconvenience from becoming more. E is for emergency, of course. Are we ready for one? I uh, just got done with uh, N in near side and i think it's nonsense we'd be able to mount and dismount from both sides of that pony um and so today this, later this afternoon i'm going to go out with with my saw gary you you, you know about stella <laughs> i do yeah so we're going to go out with with stella and talk about obstacles are we ready for for obstacles on the trail uh so 
we're gonna gonna do that little sequence. I'm gonna have my front yard all cleared up by the time we're done. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, well, I saw that F is for food, and then I also saw about a hot chocolate recipe. Oh yeah. Yep. So, uh, you want to tell us about that hot chocolate recipe, or or F is for food, or both of those. Topics? I'm fine with both because it's getting to be lunchtime here. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I think a, a big part of of trail riding and camping is 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 the food, um, and I, I'm certainly not 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 a health freak by any stretch. Uh, my wife will attest to that. But I don't know that I just necessarily need things that I can't pronounce either. So <laughs> that 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 and and, and the, the freeze dried camping food it's quite spendy, uh, and I'm cheap. <laughs> so, <laughs> so since he I, is I for do cheap? like to, oh <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so since I, I do like to do a lot of cooking at home. Have you seen the pictures of, of – I've been making uh, bread quite a bit lately. I, I, I scored 10 pounds of flour, so I'm back in the wow. bread-making business. Wow. Yeah. So uh, um, still running low on, on yeast, though. I don't know what I'm going to – I may have to figure out sourdough after the yeast goes out. Um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so hot chocolate. Um, love hot chocolate at night. Uh, sometimes in the afternoon with an augment. Um, but I I make my own mix, and it has uh, chocolate powder. You got to get the Dutch process though. Uh, I didn't know there that the there was different types of chocolate powder, but there are. Uh, mm-hmm. The Dutch process tastes better, I think. Uh, and then it also has, since since you're not going to take uh, milk with you, or I don't take milk with me when I go in the backcountry, it has its own uh, powdered milk, and there's different kinds of powdered milk. I did not know. Wow. wow. Yeah, if you just go to the grocery store, or my grocery store, it carries non-fat powdered milk, which is, I think, water that they've swirled a, a piece of chalk in, and it tastes about the same. <laughs> But if you go to a um, uh, like the the ethnic aisle, they may have, or sometimes I have to order it off the Amazon, whole powdered milk that has all the fat in it, all the good stuff. The good stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. And so yeah, and so that goes in there. And a thing that I did not put on that video, Bobby, was you have to toast the milk, the milk oh. powder. Not all of it, but just some. It kind of caramelizes it, and it just tastes uh-huh. so much. I forgot that part. So, oh. so, so there, 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 there's a saddle up America special, special thing. So uh, would you toast that, Robert, before you, before yeah, before you go, it, or would you toast that when, when you're prep, preparing it out on the trail? I toast it before I leave, before I mix you it do. all together. Okay. Okay. So oh, I wow. take okay. like a, a half cup of that powdered milk, and I just stick it in like a 350-degree oven for, I don't know, 5, 10 minutes until you can kind of smell it. You know, it gets uh-huh. kind of golden brown and delicious. And then take it out, let it cool down, of course, and then dump it in the, in the, in the bag with everything else. 
but tasty. Oh. Tasty, yeah, tasty. especially little, if you add a little Kahlua to it. Oh. Makes it even better. Yeah. <laughs> and you use a little salt. You use a little fine grain salt in there. I do. I do. Just a pinch. Uh, but I also put just a pinch of salt uh, when I make coffee, too. Really? Oh. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think it makes a little bit of difference. I, I'm certainly not a, a foodie or a connoisseur, but I do believe I can tell a little bit of difference. Um, one of my favorite television shows is Alton Brown's Good Eats on oh, the Food yeah. Network. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's like uh, uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy yeah. meets Mr. Rogers meets Julia Child. Yeah. Um, yes. That's a really good description of it. And entertaining. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so I try to channel that when I do my videos. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, so I learned from, from that, that program about the toasting of the milk powder. And so I gave it a whirl, and, oh, heavens, it works. Wow. 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 The thing so you I'm learn mad. on a horse, horse show. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But see, yeah. there's things for even non-horse people. See, that's right. And you even you even put a little cayenne 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 pepper in there. Yes, just a pinch. Just, just a, a pinch. wee tiny pinch. Yeah. Uh, and it it's not it doesn't put a you know it's not hot you know like spicy right. Right. but it just right. adds just a wee little bit of something. You could probably also put like a wee little pitch of cinnamon in maybe. Uh, oh yeah, just you kinda, could. Yeah, just kind of ups it, just just a hair. Mm-hmm. You can well, tell you I could, like to cook. You could I put a little. You could it. put a little. You could put a little drop of peppermint essential oil in there. I was thinking peppermint schnapps, but yes, you could. <laughs> well, yes, peppermint schnapps would also work. I know that also works. I, I know that from personal experience. <laughs> I'm learning so much on the show today. Just listening to the two of you. So this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. So, but I knew you, I knew you loved food, and I knew that you liked to try to experiment. But uh, I didn't know you were such a gourmet. So that's cool. in my neck of the woods. We call it gourmet. Uh gourmet. Yeah. Well, you might you might here in Tennessee in some places as well. So anyway, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty, pretty doggone interesting. We're going to listen to another song from a good friend of ours over in England. It's called Six Gun Spurs and Saddles. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit about camping during the time of COVID-19 and how you might deal with some things when you can't get out on the trail. We're talking with Robert Eversole, the trailmeister today on Saddle Up America, and we'll be right back. The embers of the campfire glowing We down in the evening light There's a dream of a cowboy knowing That he'll be home tonight Home is where the heart is In the land of the tumbleweed For the creaking of the saddle is all a cowboy me Six guns for 
uh, dispersed camping has been uh, well. Dispersed camping never shut down in the forest, so, so federal areas. Okay. But all of the you know improved trailheads and camping places on the fe- federal side, they're they're still closed. Uh, Oregon uh, did allow dispersed camping in their state forests, but because people are filthy things. Um, that got <laughs> shut down. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it, it is. Something about uh, human waste, you know, littering the areas, and people somehow mm. are upset about that. Uh, mm. <laughs> imagine. Uh, wow. So it, it, it varies uh, by what's open, what's not. You really have to check with the land manager and see what restrictions are are on, which is one of the reasons – I have that uh, rules and regs tab on every single trail area page. Uh, I've been telling people, you know, I, I get emails every day. Is this open or is that open? Well, I don't know. That's why you have a link. <laughs> right. That's why right. I put one right, right there. Right. Well, and you um, just, there's no way to keep up with all of this yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so every trail area has a link to the land manager where you can click the button and it goes straight to either the the applicable state park page, the Forest Service page, that tells all about that area. And what better place than, you know, going to the land manager? If, if they don't have right. the right scoop, um, then we're really in trouble. Then so we're it, in it trouble. varies out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they can go to trailmeister.com and connect with those links there. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Right. But uh, I haven't been – been. I, I make one – one 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 trip a week to the post office, the bank, and the grocery store. Um, other wow. than that, we haven't been out um, at all. Um, you know, thank heavens for for, for being horse folk and rural because we have a big freezer. Um, right. So you know, we've been doing all of our camping here in the front and or the backyard. I move my tent every other day or so. so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've, I've done more camping during this past what two months than I've done in years for this time time of the year. Uh, that's so, funny. and and I think it's actually been a good thing with, with Coco being brand new. Um, you take her out every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Yesterday, uh, when we were doing the. Uh, the the quick release hitch that that we did the video re- release that right um, I I no I guess that was Ellie but Ellie I took out maybe fifteen times for for that wow that 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 two minute piece wow <laughs> uh, so they're all getting out you know uh, short time span but it's all good for them and getting used to all sorts of different things um, I'd much rather have a a very Low, low uh, margin of error trip here in the front yard before we go further afield, and it seems to be working right. all right. You know, I'm still walking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So, uh, and I noticed too. I think haven't you been working on your trailer some? I did. Yes, I, that's what I was doing just before I dialed in. I did a terrible, terrible thing, a bad thing, a no-good bad thing. What did you do, Robert? 
It's what I didn't do. It's it's oh. the error of omission. Oh. Um, th- I've had the trailer for what two years now since I since I built it. I think something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I completely just passed my mind? A fire and carbon monoxide detector. I, I did never not have one in there. That. Yeah, I never yeah. think about that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. And I was in there tinkering. Uh, because I'm lazy and don't finish projects, I had some trim work <laughs> underneath the cabinet that I've had cut. It was ac- actually cut to length. All it needed was a couple little nails to tack it in. And oh, it's geez. been sitting since last summer <laughs> on my little countertop. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds like me. Yeah. So I put yeah. that in, and I thought, well, while I'm, while I'm here tinkering, I, let me check that uh, that fire extinguisher to make sure that it's it's good. I did have that in, thank heavens, and okay. it was good. And I thought, well, wait a minute, shouldn't I have a smoke detector in here? And oh, I think I'd probably be good. But what kind of? I had no idea there are so many different flavors of smoke detectors, or really? that carbon monoxide detectors would be a thing as well. I just Hadn't even thought about it, and what a rabbit hole that led me down. Did wow. you know smoke detectors, uh, carbon monoxide detectors, L, the, the propane detectors? Did you know that they have shelf lives? You have to replace I them every not. so many years. I did me not. either. Ten years for a smoke detector, five years for carbon monoxide, and five years for uh, liquid propane. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow. And and, wow. and and then, you know, I'm the numbers guy, right? So I started mm-hmm. looking, well, what what are the ramifications if I don't do this? <laughs> and about 500 people a year die in RVs, because I kind of think of my, my, my LQ trailer as like an RV-ish or a camper, you know. Right. About 500 right. people a year die from carbon monoxide poisoning in in – and trailers and, and campers and such. Um, and it's mostly the carbon monoxide, not not the fires. Uh, and the more I read into it, it doesn't even have to be me, you know, my generator or my stove. It could be somebody that's in a camping spot next to mine and the wind kind of blows it over. Really? Uh, that was something. Yeah. And I, I've been camping in places where – you know, you could smell the exhaust from somebody's um, generator, and I never thought about it. Hmm. But uh, now I don't know how much it would be coming in, of course, but uh, that has been the cause of, of, of fatalities. And so then I started looking, and thank heavens they make uh, – Combination. I would have I would have had little squares and circles all over the ceiling. Yeah, I started to say. Yeah, I started to say it'd be all over the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, but they make combination ones, um, and so yeah, that that was uh, quite a little bit of a of an interesting thing. How, you know, stuff that I just never thought of, and especially that they have uh, shelf lives. That really kind of boggled me. Wow, wow. So you got that in, and you put your trim yes, back up. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, good job. I did. Good job. So, yeah, it, it's it's really the, the the perfect, you know, camping at home is the perfect way to camp. You've got all all the the camping ambiance. You know, you roll that awning out, you break the the stove out, and then you can go sleep in your own bed at night. <laughs> 
gosh. You know, well, it's, inter- it's interesting that you say I was just going to say it's interesting that you say that because uh watching, you know, binge watching on TV as I have been doing a bit of I'm seeing a lot of ads and it's finally like the ad, the, all the companies now they've caught up, they all needed time to create new ads that would address, you know, the issue that we're in. And um, I'm seeing more and more ads now with families like around the fire pit in the backyard, you know, Mm -hmm. at night and Uh um, all of these, you know, all of these kinds of things about, um, you know, making home your home. I mean, really making it your resort, making it your, you know, your your place and um, right. I figure advertising agencies and companies and all must have been on overdrive these last eight weeks trying to you know <laughs> get these all of this <laughs> all of these ads kind of created. But there was a great one last night where they're making s'mores over the campfire in the backyard and oh my gosh did I want to go build a fire pit or what? <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, the uh, the word staycation has taken on a a a. a a deeper meaning. <laughs> well, I think it really has. I think it really has. You know, people have done that before when the gas prices got so out of control. And, uh, and now yeah, gas so prices are cheap. I've, I haven't seen diesel so cheap. cheap in years, but there's no place to go. <laughs> no place to go. No place to go. I guess, Bobby, the funniest commercial that I have seen over the last several weeks, and it's been it's been airing for weeks now, with a toilet paper shortage, Charmin oh, advertising uh-huh. on TV. Why do you even need to? People are going to get yeah. you if they can. Yeah. <laughs> and now they've changed. Now they've changed their ad, and um, I have to assume that a lot of that was just, you know, was written into contracts, and it was good to go. And and you know, just like um, some of the department stores did a lot of advertising for Mother's Day and. Um, some an uh, Easter, you know, kind of Easter sales and things where it's like they're not open. They may have an online presence, but like, okay, this has to have just thrown everybody into a tailspin. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What's open, Robert? What's open out in your area? What's opened up? Uh, not a lot. Not not a restaurants? lot. Restaurants uh, open? No, nope. Restaurants not open. Barbers open. Barbershops, hair salons, they're still not open, you know, um, so not not a lot. Grocery stores, <laughs> uh, well, excuse me, restaurants are open, takeout only. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, now across the border, so, you know, I live in Spokane, so eastern Washington, a mile and a half from Idaho. So a mile and a half from me, uh, they're, I think, almost completely open. Wow. Uh, it's, so it's you know it just goes state by state you know, uh, but yeah we're we're still pretty locked down here. All the non-essential stuff is still locked down. I don't know how you know uh, a liquor store can be essential, but you know, I, I it think is. they are. I think they are. Yeah, I was grateful for that. But, uh, yeah. Well, back in Tennessee, they opened up restaurants a few weeks ago. Nashville just opened restaurants this week, and of course, they're at fifty okay. percent capacity, and and uh, everybody is to wear masks. Um, I don't know how you're going to eat if you're wearing a mask, but right. Now, I think that uh, as of this coming Monday. Not all of Washington, but Seattle, uh, King County, as well as here in Spokane, masks are going to be mandatory, you know, when you're 
out and about. I've been wearing one the whole time anyway, so it's no big deal to me. But I think it's real interesting how different different states are doing different different things. Uh, back home in Ohio, the folks are telling me that they're almost all the way open all all together. You know, really barbershops, all that kind of stuff, restaurants. Yeah, mom. Mama's all excited about going to get her hair done. I'm like, all right, mom, whatever. Hey, listen, I got my hair cut yesterday, and I was the most excited person in town, I think. I was a, I was wearing a ponytail, so you never did see that, Bobby. Yeah, but I shave my uh, head every other day. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading about New Mexico right now, so, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, our retail yeah. our retail will open on Saturday but at 25% capacity and oh, really? um yep and we still don't have salon no no dining in restaurants malls salons gyms um so yeah it, you know the of course these things change you know daily we're up to over 5000 cases now here in New Mexico so um that's that's we. I don't know that we've seen a the beginning of it going the opposite direction or not. But some of yeah. our challenges are unfortunately on our reservations and our pueblos and um, some other areas that are, you know, they They're just suffering. they are our yeah. communities. You know, they are our communities and they are our residents. You know, so right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, again. Yeah, it is scary times, and I don't know what the new normal is going to look like. Uh, I don't think anybody will know for months to come yet. But uh, all but I anyway, know is I tried putting coffee filters in my feed bags for the mules so they could have their own mask, and it just didn't work. I <laughs> guess. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we as we mentioned earlier in the show, we're grateful that uh, so many places have opened back up across the country so that people can actually get out and ride again and uh but you need to you need to be respectful so they do so that they don't close areas down like robert was talking about so human waste is inexcusable and some of the other things that people do is inexcusable so be a good steward and do what you're supposed to so that things can get opened up even more and can stay open but uh Robert, you've been a lot of fun today, my friend. This has been a fun show. This has been. So much for all the others, I guess, huh? <laughs> well, all the others are, too, but this one has just kind of been different, you know? It's been yeah, different. I don't think uh, we talked about the ponies at all. You know, well, I don't. You know, so much goes in, 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 into camping, you know, besides the whole horsemanship type thing. You know, there's so many more parts of it, and it's it's a fun thing to chat about. Well, it is, and of course, this is a great time when you have not been able to go anywhere, or if you can't camp overnight, you know, it's just day riding or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. to go ahead and take care of things like smoke detectors and CO detectors that you're putting in, or yeah. uh, just repairing some kind of a little thing so that when you are able to get back out again, everything's good to go. Exactly. And, um, get all the uh, the boogers out now. Before yeah. we before we drive down the down the road, yeah, uh, or learn how to make chocolate. Best way. <laughs> there you go. Oh, gosh, 
Well, we'll see what things are like next month when you're back on the show. Maybe we can quit talking about COVID-19 as much and some other things. And uh, where is the first place you're going to go camping and trail riding when things open up again? Well, it the first place I want to go trail riding is not a state park because from what I've gathered, they have been packed. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, there's a little BLM area, I don't know, maybe a half hour, 45 minutes away in, in the high desert. I figured that would be a great place to uh, do some day rides at. It's not that far away. Uh, get kind of get Coco squared away and on, 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 on her her order in the in the spring. Right. And so we'll, we'll be and it's it's just a day riding area. So we'll we'll be visiting there hopefully sooner rather than later. And then for the camping trip, I I don't know. It all depends on um, what gets open and when. I know Celeste and I, we have a trip in late July into the Pesaten Wilderness. And we've spoken about that a few times along right. the Canadian border. <clears throat> uh, I can't think of any any better way to social distance than to go into the wilderness <laughs> for, yeah, for 10 yeah. days. But yeah. it's all about where are you allowed to park. Um, right. And so we just got to kind of play that by ear. Uh, I We've been having big discussions about the whole, are we even going to go out of state? Um, and we've, I, I've really been leaning toward, towards not going to any place that I can't get there and back in one tank of fuel. Um, just I don't I don't know how long this virus thing is going to last on a dirty diesel pump. But right. from what what I've gathered and what the uh, CDC here in Washington is saying, you know, you, you, we, we don't want to take our funk to some other town that uh, may not be be ready for it. And when we're going horse camping, we're going through you know small remote towns. Right. So I'm trying to balance being being cautious, being responsible with I just want to get out. <laughs> so so trying to weigh all those things, um I wish I could tell you. I don't know. You know, it's still yeah. it's still still spring slash winter here. Uh we had we had flurries last weekend. Really? Um, ever so briefly, it, yeah, didn't stick at all. Uh, still getting frosts. Well, uh, we've got. I still have uh, daffodils up. Yeah, we've we've had frost in Tennessee the last couple of weeks. Well, really weird. Yeah, so yeah. so it, it, it's early yet, but I dearly would like to get those wilderness trips in. Had, had a couple trips planned into Montana, but like I said, I I, I can't get to Montana and back in one tank of fuel. <laughs> Well, I think it's uh, so I think I it's know. wise. I think it's wise to try to stay in state. At least you know what's going on in your in your state, where you not be exactly. may not be able to know what's going on somewhere else. But uh, anyway, right. Well, it's been a uh, been a lot of fun. We look forward to having you back next week. The website is trailmeister dot com. Be sure and check it out, and uh, and you can check those links to see what's going on in the areas that you're planning on riding as well. So. Robert Eversold, you are always so much fun to talk with, and uh, and I think Bobby even looks forward to this show. <laughs> I am glad. I know I certainly do. 
gosh. All right, well, let's, uh, let's close this with uh, Mike Blakely's Colorado Trail. And, Robert, we'll see you next next month. Okay, my friend? All right. You guys stay safe. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks Bye-bye. so much. Bye-bye.
Blakely, and Mike was our guest on the Living Room Sessions last Saturday. And uh, that show is still available for you to go back to and listen to the podcast, but a lot of fun. And, uh, Bobby, this has been a lot of fun today. Terry is such a great guy and great, great music, and I'm glad Hilda joined us on the show. So it's good to hear from her, wasn't it? It was. They're they're a delightful couple. You just um, just being around them, you know, um, perks up your spirit. They're they're just great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a lot of fun. And then Robert is always so much fun to have on the show. And um, I just don't think he enjoys it as much if you happen to not be with us. So. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> he has so much content. It's very easy to prepare for some time with Robert. Very easy to prepare. <laughs> it is. It is. Are you going to try that hot hot chocolate recipe? Uh, I think I might. I think I just might. I do like hot chocolate, and I have it. I actually drink it lately much more than coffee the last, oh, I don't know, three three or four months. And I always have some um, before I go to bed, and I like to put chocolate chips in it. Oh wow, wow! They make it you know baking chocolate chips and just yeah. yeah, just like you know melt them in there, and I do always put a dollop of whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, by the time we talk about hot chocolate and food, I'm starting to get hungry because it's past lunchtime yeah. back here in Tennessee. But, uh, yes, it's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, what's going on with Out West? Well, uh, we just launched on our homepage, it's real easy to get to, the what we are calling the Campfire Collection. And like we've gone that. through our um we've gone through our, our merchandise selections and we've put into the Campfire Collection things like um thermal tops and uh fleece overshirts and all kinds of ball caps and leather hats and straw hats and uh short sleeve t shirts and some um all all the kinds of things that you would need for an outdoor adventure. Now we do not sell tents or gear or, you know, hiking gear. This is all about kind of how to take the lead and star in your outdoor adventure. Even if it's cool. in your backyard. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yep. So you can find that just at outwestshop.com and then just um, scroll down a tad and then you'll see a big, beautiful banner for it. And I think that banner may also be on the Out West Shop Facebook page right now. But yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Shop, very, shop the campfire very, collection. Very, very cool. Well, be sure and visit her website because if you if you want any kind of Western clothing, that's the place to go to get it. And um, now's a great time to shop online always always fun to shop online but this especially is a great time to shop online and place your orders and uh, do business with people who uh who you know and that's bobby and jim bell with their out west shops so anyway well it's been fun we are uh going to be visiting with mr jared rogerson next week on the campfire cafe that'll be his first time on the show and so that's going to be a lot of fun talking with him and sharing his great music. And then uh, I think Dave Stamey's going to be joining us the week after that. And uh, he is definitely a favorite of a lot of people out there. So that's all on the Campfire Cafe that starts at noon Central Standard Time. 
and then always great guests that we have on Saddle Up America, and uh, and then the new show that we're doing on Saturdays at noon Central Standard Time is the Living Room Sessions, and uh, that has been a really fun show and been really well received, so I want to thank our audience for that. But Miss Junie Fisher is joining us this Saturday for the uh, Living Room Sessions, so a lot of fun. And you've got the writer's block tonight? Uh, we do have the writer's block tonight. We have a returning author, an uh, international best-selling author. Uh, her name is uh, Catherine Hudson, H-U-T-S-O-N. And uh, she writes a series uh, with the word sleep, uh, sleep water in the, um, in the title. Tonight is sleep water, sleep water Static. Um, she's always a blast. So that should be a lot of fun. Yes, the writer's block right. um, on L.A. Talk Radio. All right. So the writer's block that, that Bobby is on, and then she hosts her own radio show on Saturdays uh, on KUPR.org uh, called the Out West Hour. And if you don't get enough of Bobby on the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America and the writer's block, you can always get more of her on the Out West Hour. And that's at 5 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Mountain Time on uh, KUPR.org. And they tell me that you're having some mighty fun shows. What's your yes, show this, this one week? Is called, yeah, this one's called um, The West Takes Center Stage. And uh, we're really going to go off the grid of Western music. And we're going to look at music of Broadway, like Any oh, wow. Get Your Gun, and Carousel and Paint Your Wagon, or rather um, Oklahoma, not Carousel so much, um, Oklahoma. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Buffalo Bill, and um, we might hit on Will Rogers. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be sort of looking at the West as um, taking center stage. That's the name of the show. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Well, we want to thank you all for listening today for the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America. We remind you that you can listen to all of our shows in the podcast at equestrianlegacy.net and uh, tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, or we now are on Instagram. I can't believe I got on Instagram finally, Bobby, but I, I had to. And, uh, and then, of course, on Twitter as well. So you can follow us at all those different places, and you can listen to all of our shows, I think, on Google Play now and uh, Apple iTunes and, and many, many different ways that people are listening to the show around the world. So we appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in. And um, there's a young man that we had on the Campfire Cafe about two years ago named Randy Moore. And uh, I don't know if you remember Randy or not, Bobby, but uh, we visited with him and shared some of his great music. And he's just remastered a new song called Broken. And so we're going to close the show out today with Randy's song called Broken. And again, we thank you for listening to Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. I'm a child who lost his mother I'm a mother who lost her child I'm the father who won't forgive The 
Oh, 